Well, actually, everybody, welcome to the Dogcast. This is episode 76. It's a lot of time. Damn. It's a lot of time. And today we have Alex Michaels, Byfield native. Where's Byfield, you ask? Where is it? Byfield is, uh, it's up north. It's, uh, most people know where, like, Newburyport is. So yep. it's, it, it borders Newburyport. Borders Newburyport. Mm-hmm. Went to Triton High School. I did. Went to Triton High School. That's wonderful. And also a management marketing major. Yes, sir. At Got UMass Lowell. Oh, yeah. In the graduate program. Yes, I am. Stud. Mm-hmm. We're talking stud here. Mm-hmm. We're talking to a stud, but we're going to learn about a stud No, today. you want to know how much of a stud I am? How much of a stud? How much of a stud are you? Well, when it comes to the school aspect of it, yeah. normally it would take you six years to get what I want. It's only going to be about four and a half for me. So you're like on a whole nother level. Top 5% of the business school, baby. Is that what that, is that what you are? Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. Like wow. actually, like Top I, 5% I, I, of the business school. Yeah. I forgot what the actual program was called it's like a legit thing like i can piss i, I can i can pick up a um, <laughs> i can piss <laughs> i can piss in any bathroom yeah in school. Uh, women's handicapped you use bathrooms right you can piss in any plant it's, this is my world man <laughs> everyone's living in my world that right makes now. sense stud but You're yeah stud five percent yes so That's there's this program impressive. it's like beta gamma sigma something like that but it's like a real thing i've gotten actual emails from the people that work here at umass Lowell saying like hey stop by the office you can pick up your stuff and um yeah it's basically stuff that you would just wear once you're walking for graduation oh, like magna cum laude type shit yeah and to be a part of it you have to be in the top five percent of your business school that a little bit maybe more like aligned with you i appreciate it thank you right up here yeah yeah, yeah just, you know what i'm saying like, yeah so, just so that's more like um Perfect. Perfect. I just wanted right. more like in. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. your distance was honestly pretty yeah. good though. Right. Um, but yeah, top five percent. That's very impressive. Yes. I was so, not like that in high school too, so it's. Not. I was just gonna say, are you like a studious person through and through, or did you like learn that? Something clicked. I think a lot of it had to do with time management. In high school, I was like fiftieth, maybe out of like a hundred fifty students. Like I wasn't at the top. Top third though. Yeah. I mean, like, it was enough to get me, like, into Amherst, so, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't so a dumbass. So, did you feel like out. maybe you were good at school, but you didn't enjoy it, so it didn't, so you didn't, like, excel, excel, but you were able to I, I was mad lazy, and I just felt like time was wasted throughout the day. So, you know, you spent seven, eight hours at school, I'd always go to the gym after, by the time I'd come back, now it's, it's dinner time, mm-hmm. I don't want to do homework, so I'll just get lazy. Yeah. You know, the great thing about college is like, dude, like if you if you don't even want to show up to a class, like you don't have to. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have the freedom, but like it's all time management. You know, I really spend that much time in the classroom. So if you can get around that and wrap your head around that, you you can easily succeed. So yeah. It just comes down to time management. So you have more time, then you can work a little bit, you have a nice little work balance. You can yeah. you can go to the gym and feel like you still have time in your day. Um, especially you being your commuter. Yes. So you can just pull up, go to classes, go back. The your gap on a day like today sucks though but your early class was canceled wasn't it it was yeah so i went back home early today and then came back you came here and it was canceled when you got here no so i came for the eight o'clock and then i normally have a class following that yeah and then i have that break until our class yeah nice big break though ain't bad yeah no i mean i got plenty of time once again it's time management man so after my first two classes head right to the gym grab some lunch now i got a couple hours after that in between next class just grind out homework yeah. Go to class. Hit, hit the library, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, so since you are a good student, and you've always been a good student, maybe now you're a great student, but you've always yeah. been a good student. Yeah, yeah. 
would you consider what would you consider intelligence? Wow, that's a great question. What would I consider intelligence? I think everyone is born with a certain aptitude for it, but okay. like I said, like, you know, I just put my head down, time management just studied and I just it's funny it actually goes back to my freshman year there's a professor who i'm still really close with she's head of the difference maker program here at umass lowell her name is professor lalos shout out professor lalos yeah yeah she legend yes absolutely and um she taught me like a certain way to study which was honestly just like using note cards like that never really worked for me in high school but then i tried it again and i that's what i did taking more notes in class and that's what really helped so in, intelligence is really it, like we talked about it earlier before the podcast started like grit like you feel like there's a lot of grit here like it's there really is. getting your head down and just getting to it and getting it done so you find discipline yes to be abs- oh absolutely the highest form of intelligence like if you see or maybe not the high and not the only thing because obviously some people like if you're like a natural at something and you're just like apt for it like as you were saying that's a different type of intelligence but i feel like the thing that you I don't want to put words in your mouth. The thing you like find as the most intelligent, the thing you respect the most, is when someone can put the discipline in, and then you're bound to find results from discipline. So if you have the results and you're putting your head down and doing all the work you need to do, that is intelligence. Oh, absolutely. And haven't you noticed too that like especially when it comes to coaches for teams, that nothing pisses them off more than when they they find an athlete who's just really naturally gifted, but they're lazy, so they don't have the discipline because mm-hmm. they're up here just by natural skill and while everyone else is down here but if they had you know the discipline the grit they'd be up here so it's, it's the same uh, thing when it comes to sports when it comes to actually doing good with your education i think it's a kevin durant quote actually that i'm about to, i'm about to use right now either right. kevin kevin durant actually i think adjusted a, a common quote the common quote is uh, hard work beats talent mm. kevin durant on the other hand he took a more realistic approach he said hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard yeah. So, because, you know, in the end, like, you know, me and LeBron James. I bring up LeBron a good amount, but let's just bring him up again. Yeah. He, uh, he's 6'9", 275 pounds, one of the greatest athletes this world has ever seen. And he had incredible discipline and was able to stick to a sport his whole life and has played yeah. it his whole life. I could have practiced double if I even if that time even possibly exists, yeah, I don't even know if that would exist. But, but say I practice double the amount of time, I still wouldn't be as good as LeBron James because he maximized it. He found the thing that he was really talented at, and then was also really disciplined with it. So that was something that he that is un, unattainable. That's unreachable. Yeah, so but no that's something. Hard I work, but it's not like I do it. you it can't be that. Yeah, but you would still be really good. Though. I'd still be nice. You'd still be really good. NBA now, now, so you're comparing yourself to the best. Like I can compare myself to someone who goes to an Ivy League school. Once again, I think a good amount of it is, you know, natural, born-given intelligence, and that starts you off higher than everyone else. So it's like it, it would set the bar for you. Yeah. So you can reach someone at a certain level, but if that person who, you know, like we could never reach the level of Einstein. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, so is born everyone born the same with, with the same intelligence level? No. But you can still get pretty far. If you if you put in that grit and determination, and that's just academically, yeah, you know we're, we've really only spoken academically. Some mm-hmm. I did talk about basketball, but yeah. it's mostly uh, just academic. What we're what we've been saying. Mm-hmm. There's other forms of like 
other ways that intelligence like can take form mm -hmm. i guess you know street smarts book smarts type of vibe oh yeah i think um, that's the normal two paths that people yeah. tend to take you and know, you smarts. know there's probably some branches off either but screw it so what's more important at least for the first 22 years of your life what's more important your street smarts or your book smarts i'd say your book smarts because that is what starts your life like your life doesn't really start until <laughs> you're like 18 yeah yeah you know? if so, that yeah you know like really like think about in 10 years when you look back like you'll be like oh oh he had no idea like you know yeah. like 21 22 year old me oh pff, that's so cute all these thoughts i had ah that's so yeah. cute not quite though yeah but then you know once you really become an adult you know just talk more to your parents because you know i mean for me like with within a year and a half like i'm hoping i'm gonna be living by myself mm -hmm. and out and everything my own car everything but i'm gonna have a lot of questions as my parents well that's your street smarts you get that you know from the people that you look up to that are older than you whoever it may be whether it's your parents grandparents brother sister yeah i was gonna say what do you do if you don't really have that can you like do you how much do you really like um attribute someone's situation to like how they are um i'd say it's probably like 50 50 like it's a good it's a heavy portion i think on someone's life take a toll on you yeah no like you gotta i was it's funny i was thinking about that the other day i was like you know a lot of people look at uh people on the street and they're like damn that person's just a bum like you know how he got there i actually saw a video i want to oh, what was it it was one of the it was one of the business classes here and it was depressing because it was about a guy who was on the street basically begging for change and they went up and interviewed him and they were like uh you know well why are you in the situation why don't you just get a job he's like well i try to i i don't have enough money for a phone i don't even have enough money to take a shower try to look presentable so i do go in i'll even go into a gas station and i'll and you know when they have the help wanted sign there's no way for them to ever get back to me and then if i walk back in they just go nah like you, you didn't make it so he doesn't it, it, it you realize that he was in a cycle mm -hmm. of like just begging for change like he was just making enough money basically to feed himself but he couldn't even look presentable for for him to even go get a job and it's not like he was like i don't look presentable so i'm not going to try go to get a job like he actually went so like he went and he would apply to like all these Places, jobs yeah yeah just the, you know working at mcdonald's like just anything so he could just try to get off the street and no one would hire him so it was just like this never-ending cycle so it's like that guy has the grit but you know maybe in his case you'd say it's more than 50 percent. yeah because what because like well then what do you do yeah you know if you're stuck and i was i saw some homeless people i saw a homeless guy today a lot of them are mentally ill too like like they yeah just, it seems like there's some this guy was just walking around like his hands going like this he's like looking around he's like looking at people in cars schizophrenia i'd assume um and he's just like looking around like fucking out of out of this world no clue what the fuck's going on and He's he he has this one spot. It's like right coming off the highway, uh -huh. and he'd been there for a long time. And I saw him again today, coming back from getting mahi mahi, and he was just like fucking bugging out, looking around. And I thought to myself, like, how does he get here? How do like how do you end up in this scenario? Where, and then where do you go from here? Yeah, like to get your redemption. You know, everyone deserves a second chance type of thing, but how like how how do you even start if yeah. you're someone like that and he was like not young either he's like 50 but he could live another 35 years 
he could live long. Like, think of all the contributions. Like, you're a kid, like, we're young, and, like, so we can't contribute that much in as, as opposed to when we're older. Mm-hmm. But think of how much we've contributed to people's lives. Like, even just, like, giving someone a smile. Like, you might you might have saved some people's lives just by, like, telling a joke. You never know. So I feel like he, this guy has possible 35 years of, like, positive impact that mm-hmm. he could be giving to people. And he's just going to sit on the side of this road looking around thinking people are watching him. Oh, well, you know, people are watching yeah, now. People, yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's the problem with schizophrenics. <laughs> they think for so long that people are watching them that people start watching, watching them, them. And then they become correct. Yep. But they think it's aliens sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole other story. But, like, where do you even where do you even go from there? It, I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are kind of grown into the situation that they're into. Oh, I feel like, you know, you probably grow up in a family full of poverty to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, or even just a slow progression towards that. Yeah, you don't find a lot of people who end up being like in the middle upper class who end up being poor. Yeah, you know, super you, homeless. Yeah, you yeah, don't normally no find home. that at all. I, I mean, you, you got plenty of people that end up going bankrupt. They lose everything, but they're still not homeless because yeah. they were they grew up in that society. But like, if you grew up in poverty, like you didn't think that you'd mount to anything, anyways. You just kind of give up. Think of the amount of. Um shit that would have to go wrong for you to end up homeless like within the next two years i know that's why it makes you wonder like how does someone even get to that situation yeah. but the thing is is like you might not be able tired. to fathom that because like, like i said I, I think a good amount of it is like those people that you find are people that gr- grew up probably in the shittiest situations mm-hmm. so like well, how do you, where do you even go because i know like not only so say my parents went broke their house gets foreclosed they both die where's some wood I need a knock. So let's say all that happens. I still have my entire extended family that would 1 million percent take me in for, even though I'm 18, I could probably live by myself. You're still in school, which still in school. you can rack up debt if you don't have the money for it that you can pay back later. So you still then have the diploma behind you to go out there and get a good job to then finance everything. It would be very difficult for me to fumble the bag hard enough and for all the shit to that would need to go wrong to go wrong for me to end up on a street almost begging for change mm-hmm. um so a lot of times it became it takes like a catalyst and accelerants like drugs or abuse or and then it's probably whatever. someone who never went to school most likely yeah. you know probably a lot of high school dropouts too because once again like they just probably grew People up in that situation too. yeah it's hard and, to get a job when you're an ex-con yeah very difficult. Yeah, a lot of businesses now are trying to say like they're, like, um, what's it called? I I keep seeing like actually a LinkedIn uh, advertisement like on YouTube now and stuff. Are where you it's, a con? <laughs> Have you stolen? Yeah, they're join like, our LinkedIn group. No, no, it's a woman. They're sitting down <laughs> like this, and she's like, "Can you explain this uh, gap here in your resume?" And then it just, oh. it, and then it just does a flashback of the guy now, you know, in the orange jumpsuit, just like on a computer typing out his resume, and then it goes back. She goes. Thank you for sharing that with me. Now let's move on to why you can be an asset to this company. Wow, that's I a know. cool clip. That's yeah. a cool clip. That's Good nice advertisement for LinkedIn, huh? It is. Yeah. I also think, um, you know what I always wanted to do? I wanted to make a an app, a dating app for ex-cons. Really? Yeah. You want to hear what, it's, what it would be called? Yeah, what would it be called? Chainlink. So, <laughs> yeah, so you just like, you know, you just like you put, you, what you do is you put a picture of yourself, yeah. a couple of them. Um, you need a picture in, you need your, your, your hat, your mug shot as already, one of them. I already know what my pickup line would be. You're trying to get cuffed. No, that's a good one. 
it's uh you're the missing link in my chain yeah see that's another one that's also that's app wordplay yeah and then you'd put what your crime was you put where you served you put where you're from and like i feel like that's an instant connection you know and it also is good because like you know maybe people are like you know ex-con like what about like child molesters no one's swiping right on Sean Sh- No. So, like, so, like, could you put your preferences? Like, I only want murderers. You could do that. You know, I don't want someone who went to jail because they are a, a domestic abuser. I only want people that went for hate crimes, you know? <laughs> I That's all I want. I want people that... I mean, I guess a couple white supremacists could find one another. I, a couple yeah. neo-Nazis, you know, hey, find they, them some love. They need love, too. Just follow they where the money's at, man. Yeah, honestly, the, the catfishes on there would go crazy. If I was, If I was, like... Or maybe I could find some black supremacists. They're out there. Yeah. They got to exist. It's probably a couple. couple. Two, three. I don't know if they go to prison for that. I don't know. You don't go to prison for being a white supremacist either, though. No, KKK no, no, no. is just running around. Like, still, oh, yeah. They still do shit. Yeah, I know. You're allowed to do stuff like that. It was more like neo-Nazis. Like, normally, I feel like yeah, someone who's white up. goes in there, because once again, like, you kind of have to. It's like, there's just, there's bound to be a neo-Nazi group in there. You get turned into one. Yeah. Then you want to go out. It's like, well, who am I going to find to love now? I'm a neo-Nazi. We'll find another neo-Nazi. <laughs> I'm a neo-Nazi. Go on the dating app. Go on the dating <laughs> Yeah, go on the dating app. Neo-Nazi-ing. Start swiping right. I got arrested for neo-Nazi-ing, you know? And then you'll see they did too. And then you're going to be like, oh, my God, we're meant to be. Or yeah. you could find two people that get a lot of B&Es, a lot of breaking and enterings. And maybe yeah. they just go on like a robbing spree together. How cute would that be? It's like the notebook, but like. Would we be creating crime by creating this app? I bet you know what we've. I bet you know what would happen. A lot of like mobsters. There's still some mob activity out there. I oh bet. yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's like gang activity. We'll yeah. go on there, catfish these people, and then be like, hey, or like not even catfish them, just like make accounts that are like obvious, like recruitment. Uh-huh. Like we want, we want someone that's um like you know got some got some weight to them we want people that have experience in the clink we want you to be able to be expendable we want you for this job make some money this and doesn't really key, sound like a dating app anymore man. it's not <laughs> at this point i think we should just make a, a hub for criminals to organize crime we should legalize organized organize, crime yeah organized crime seems a little less deadly than disorganized crime just from the nature of the words that we're saying what would you? What would, I feel what, like organized crime happens on a higher level, though. Yeah, that's like embezzling money and stuff like that. Like hitman. Like I'd rather have like I'm at an ATM right, and I yep. take out my money. I'd rather have a guy at that point just like come up with a gun, mm-hmm. just be like, "Give me your money." Then I wake up in the morning and like my, my horse's gone. head oh. is like under the sheets of my blanket. You Yo, know? you know what's really funny about you saying that? What? I always wanted to write a movie. And that's like the crux of the movie. Wasn't well, that from uh, The Godfather? No, but not Horse's Head. It's like something similar because that's obviously that's The Godfather. But what I want to do it's like it's like a similar idea of like you take not a horse though, but like an animal and mm-hmm. you skin it. Okay. The idea would be you skin the animal, okay. someone's animal, and you kill it, and um, they all are. Like, the guy notices, like, oh, my God, my animal skinned and killed. And then you pull up to his crib after skinning and killing his animal wearing, like, a like a fur coat. That's just a huge fuck you. That's a massive fuck you. Wow. But what I thought about doing was putting it, like, like say, like, you say it was, like, a, say it was a horse. And you took, like, the mane off, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, like, lined your boots with it. 
oh, and then like tucked in your jeans and you could just see like the mane of the horse and then they look at you they're like you motherfucker you got me and then you steal like their whole life imagine just waking up and like your identity's stolen all your money's gone credit cards kaputs hey it happens to people yeah not us though because we're too broke right i got a good amount of cash i got a good amount too but like i don't carry a lot of cash on me but i got a good amount in the bank i feel like there's no way we'd be the targets though you know maybe in lowell Maybe in Lowell. Maybe in Lowell. In Lowell, we might be targets. But yeah. there's some really nice parts of Lowell. Like, like South Campus. <laughs> South Campus, <laughs> the M- McGovern, you know. Yeah. You know, there's some really nice parts of Lowell, like, not here. This is not one of them. Oh, yeah. Where my you, house you know is. What, is you actually know what I'm most really surprised about? What? We haven't gotten any text messages from the police yet about stabbings. What's that about? Where are my stabbing reports? Someone's slacking. <laughs> our, our serial stabber. Is not pulling his weight. He's not. Maybe he's been on maybe he's been on chain link too much. Maybe yeah. And he's been hooking up with a bunch of ex cons. I know. And instead, he should be stabbing people. Maybe you're helping. I'd be. I think it's a funny uh, idea for like almost like a gag app. Like, but it's hard for ex cons to find love too, because like you can't get a job, and a lot of times you know you you know people say like don't dip your pen in the company ink but like a lot of times you end up finding someone yeah through work through mm-hmm. school you know true that's majority i feel like of your relationships when, how often are you getting set up on blind dates anymore or like maybe tinder you get people meeting people on tinder but that's yeah. often for other things as well yeah so <laughs> like you i feel like in order to find someone maybe on another level how did you meet your current girlfriend she goes here Really? She goes here. So, how'd you meet her, though? She lives down the street. Oh. Had a couple parties at her house. We had parties hey. at our house. We just ran in the same circle. Oh, okay, yeah. You know? That's a good way to meet. But, like, that's, again, like, it's kind of like pissing where you eat. Shit where you eat type thing. Oh, I got a good story for you, then. Hit me. All right. So, a couple semesters ago, there was this girl in my class, and this is when we were all still wearing masks. And she hit me up first. So she hit she hit up me, That's and fire. Yeah, and it's um, endearing, ladies. Don't be scared. Yeah, do don't it. be scared. Hit it, me. Well, make it, the first move. It worked for about a week. So she, <laughs> <laughs> so she hit me up right, and it, we hung out a couple of times. We went to uh, a good date, guys. Go to uh, Monster State Park in Newburyport. I've brought a good amount of people there. It's a good date spot. It's a nice location. Yeah, so I brought her there. Works every time. I'm like four for four. Four and for four. Four for four. Like Wendy's deal. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a it's a great spot. Mm-hmm. Recommend it. And uh, I yeah, I met the family a little bit, and wow. then yeah, and then after a week, I was like, damn, this isn't it. So I oh, actually you met you met her family in the first week. Yeah, because she like invited me over. We we hung out for like a couple of weeks. So within that, okay. she was just like, yeah, you like you can come over. So you kind of like, like had to meet the family because that's yeah, kind of had to like we had out? like yeah we had like takeout so you know we ended up sitting around the table just kind of chit chatting and stuff like yeah. that. You They're know? meeting Alex Michaels. Right? Yeah. yeah, I'm really good when it comes to the parents. Man, I the could parents, see you. Like, parents love me. Just like drinking tea with my mom, like really just like almost like your hitting mom my would mom. love me. You know what's you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love you, mom. You know what's funny? Uh, speaking about that, one of my friends. 
because I was talking to his sister a little bit. So my friend, you know, oh. being the goofball he is, he goes up to his mom. He's like, how would you feel if, uh, if Alex dated, you know? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, I really like Alex. Alex is a good guy. Yeah, mom's like me. Yeah. The mom's like me. Well, continue your story. So yeah. you met the family. Yes, yeah, so I met the family. And, uh, well, so every time you break up with someone, I don't know if you've done it, but, it, you know, it sucks being the one broken up with, but it really feels like you're putting down a puppy when, when you're, you're the one yeah, doing the breaking up. Like, it's time. never fun. Like, regardless of the relationships I've been in, whether it was 10 out of 10, I got to get out of it. Like, it's absolutely the best decision, or maybe it's not the best decision, but circumstances are saying otherwise. Either way, it sucks. It's it not a fun, Yeah, it's not a fun thing to do at it all. It ain't good. Yeah, so with her, um, and we were in the same class. That's why it's like don't shit where you eat that's what my dad always says i i ate you were where, shitting yeah all over where you well eat. i was eating where i you was were shitting. eating all over the place yeah sorry it's don't eat where you shit yeah yeah don't eat where you shit yep. so and i was eating where i was shitting mm-hmm. which is a bad mistake so every day i'd have to sit next to her <laughs> in class and uh i actually we broke up well i mean like we weren't really together, cut but like, off. yeah, I cut things off with her in mm-hmm. the uh, the parking lot on South Campus, right like before class, like early morning. You like, know, it's, that's a it's crazy eight, move. It's eight thirty, like Wednesday morning, and you're like about to go in. You're like, hey, you gotta talk. I don't like your face. <laughs> you were wearing the mask before, that was fire. Now you're not. I'm out. I mean. <laughs> no, that's a massive issue nowadays. Well, not anymore, but it was. Yes. You see people with masks on. And you know what our brain does? It's not that they're ugly. It really isn't. I know. You, you make you up their build face. Yeah, the you build the best possible mm-hmm. outcome yep. for, from here down. Mm-hmm. I bet I look fucking stupid once I Dude, see I thought I looked like on. a stud without with, with my mask on. Yeah, like for me, I mean, you know, for me... I don't know, apparently for you differently, but I felt like I, I know what I look like. So for me, like I was just kind of seeing with my mask and I was like, okay, like I know what I look like, but everyone else I'd look at and I'm like, what do you look like under the mask? I had zero confidence talking to really anybody because yeah. I was like, what do you look like? Mm-hmm. And then everyone's different than what I thought. Yep. Like I remember I saw Carlos take off his mask. Yeah. After a whole semester, we were in a class together, and he talked a lot in that class. I didn't talk much. So he, I don't know if you know, he, know if he knew who I was, but I had seen him with the mask on the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then in that class last semester, yep, he took it off for like the first time I ever seen him with a mask on. And I just looked at him for like thirty minutes. Like he, it was all, it was already back on by that point. I was just like, why is that just not at all what I was thinking? And I think the the shock of it. Once it settles down, like Carlos is a handsome guy. So oh, like, I was about to say. So like, but Carlos is like a, the one guy where maybe what I thought he'd look like actually surpassed that. Yeah, Carlos, Carlos is, is really a handsome, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful man. man and funny guy too. We love Carlos. Oh yeah, so Carlos, Carlos is great. But he, um, I he was so not what I thought, and this is kind of what I was mm-hmm. saying. Like he's not what I thought, but he is really handsome. So I was like, oh, like, and it took me a second. I was like, ew. Not ew, that's a little dramatic. No, I get but, that. But like with everyone, you're like seeing anybody like uh, it's just not what I thought. Yeah. It's just not what I thought, which it's puts not, me off. It's different. Well, I wonder what that applies to in like the other and other aspects of life. Hmm. Like if you get a job and even if 
you thought it was gonna be one thing even if it's not a bad thing what it is it not being what you thought really yeah. can set you off to start yep get you off to a sour beginning interesting that's a weird little i wonder if that's a little psychology you know what if that is like the same thing for people who had like a bad experience for their first time you know what i'm saying that's one million and they're like percent. and they're like damn that's not Th- what I this thought. is what everything was built up for this yeah and low and it's not that ain't it you know no a lot of it's chemistry oh yeah you know that from experience yeah, totally yeah there you it's, go. Just, it's like a life experience yeah. you know like you just and, and anything like if you're if you're gonna get good at something we talked about this kind of if you're gonna get grit. good at something take some grit yeah get grit practice get down dirty practice practice do it as much as you need to as much as you need to as much as you can yes every waking second uh-huh. that you have available oh, yeah. to yourself what are like three qualities that make women attractive to you regard like take um the physical features out of it physical features out of it that's yeah. actually good um because my girlfriend probably watch so yeah. i feel like if i said physical features she, she, what's her name kira kira we have met her before sweetheart Maybe. yeah absolute sweetheart so she kira let's see if you honestly, pass the test no good way a good way to do this i can just think because like obviously she's my girlfriend so it's yeah. a good way to think of it so i think intelligence honestly when someone like understands what I'm saying, I don't have to repeat myself. I I mumble a lot. I talk quick. I bounce thoughts a lot. I'm moving a lot, and sometimes I'm joking. Sometimes I'm being sarcastic. Sometimes I'm not. Yeah. And if someone, anybody, honestly, but girls especially, because they're women, and I'm attracted to women. I'm not a heterosexual male. And when they really do like vibe and understand what I'm saying, yes. or laugh at the right times, and they're not laughing when I'm being you're serious, not talking at a brick wall, you know. It's fucking the most it's... attractive thing in the world because I'm like, oh, we're really having a conversation. Yes, you're not yep. just air. You yes, know? not yeah. just not just girls too. Guys are like this too, but I'm just saying, like for yeah. a girl, that is a very attractive quality. Mm-hmm. That's one. Another one, uh, I guess, for me, I like to be able to be left alone. Okay. So, so space. I, I don't like boundaries. Yeah, boundaries, massive boundaries. I need my boundaries, yeah. or else like with everybody. But again, with a girlfriend, usually I feel like that's typically where people like boundaries kind of have to get broken a little bit. And I, I definitely have adjusted my boundaries, but still, there'll be like some time where like we're not talking throughout the day, and like that's fine with her, with me, it's fine yeah, with yeah. everybody. And I think that that's mint because some people are texting all day together as mo- as much as they possibly can be. But, like, you know, I, I, I'll go, like, a week without seeing her sometimes just because she's busy. And then that's the last yeah. thing. When they got a life and they're busy, she keeps herself busy. She works. She, she like, takes care. She, like, makes sure she keeps good connections with her family and her friends. And she's in school. So all it's a lot of time being juggled. And so she don't got time to even be that way with me in the first place with the mm-hmm. second thing. But third thing, yeah, I guess being busy yourself. Have a whole life of your own, please, completely without me in it so that I ain't, like, that important, yep. you know? I want to be one of the legs on the chair, not the chair. You want – see, this is – this is how I describe the difference between my first relationship, which I got out of that purely because she committed. We were still in high school. I was actually then a freshman, so and then she was a senior. Okay. We met when we were still in high school, though, together. Mm-hmm. Um, but she committed to the University of Arizona, so that's why we broke that up. Yeah. But that relationship itself was pretty good compared to the second one that I recently just got out of. I thought it was still good, but the difference was that I felt as though in the first relationship, she lived her life. 
I lived my life and we just shared it. Whereas in the second relationship, I felt like my life life. revolved around hers. Like her life was my life. I didn't feel like I had my own. I think there's a lot of babysitting involved. And, and that's terrifying. And and that is what I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And it was it was draining. It's not attractive quality. Yeah. So is it? So, so it's, you, it's, would that be one of your three things as well? If you would. Well, have, so you would one of my three things. Three. We'll actually start at the top. So intelligence. Yes, that is absolutely. Is that one, one of them? them? Yeah. yeah, both of them. Man, intelligent. First one, super smart. Super super smart. She was like top of her class back then in high school. I really like that. Like both of them, they read books. Yeah, book that, reading is attractive. Why? It's just so cute and it's like damn like i don't really you're read smart books you know? i don't even read i don't read books i'm gonna start but i don't i should yeah i should start reading books i read too many textbooks right now so it's like i'm getting all my reading in at the moment so yeah. maybe when i'm out of school like yeah i'll pick up yeah, I'll pick up like reader. a fantasy book or something totally, you know? totally. maybe read game of thrones or something you know mm, some mm. you know some higher level but yeah no like the intelligence factor and the first one she was smarter than me yeah she was way smarter than me I don't knock that. I love that because I, yeah, I, I love intelligence. And you're smart. Yeah. I'm smart. Yes. We're both, we're still smart guys. But like, we know, we know where we sit, where we stand. Absolutely. Against these people. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. In comparison. Yep. And then, yeah, second one, conversation. When I meet someone, man, like if I'm at a party and I'm, you know, you, you know, you talk to a bunch of different people. We met at a party. Yeah. Yeah. We met at a party. Uh, you know, you talk to people where, you know, it's just, yeah, it's like you're talking to a brick wall. Like, you're just talking to yourself. But if there's someone who can, like, if she can maintain eye contact with me and she's contributing to the conversation and she's also asking questions, I like, it's it makes my knees weak, man. It's <laughs> no, it's really incredible. Like, when there's, it's, like, a real ping pong. Yeah. It, like, yeah. it almost feels... I wonder how rare it is, just in general, not just not just girls. But that's very com- that's very like I feel that way about everybody. If you can really give me something back, and I, I wonder how often I'm I'm being lackluster with yeah. somebody. But I like to think I go into most conversations like, hey, boom, like hitting with like something interesting, like uh, or not even interesting, but just like a compliment. Hey, I love your shirt, love your hair. Like this is funny. Like oh, like we're at a yeah. costume party. It's a nice costume. And then they hit me. Oh, I like yours. And then, like, say, I'll ask a good question. I feel like I rarely get a good question asked back. Mm-hmm. It's usually just, like, I'll ask a good question. And be like, yeah. And then, it's like, the conversation ends. It's like, you didn't do anything to help. Yeah, you didn't contribute. Contribute. Yeah, you, so, you got to contribute. But when I do get a contribution, like, I remember I talked to this, this one girl, Stephanie. Stephanie is the boss, one of my close friends. Not close, but good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And so... She's friends with some of the people that like live with my what the hell? <laughs> some people that live with my g- girlfriend. She's yeah. friends with a lot of them. Yeah, and with my girlfriend. And so she talked to me the first time we met. We were talking about like movies and stuff. And she was like giving me movie recommendations. And she was like throwing a lot of like cool things at me, contributing. Yeah. And I was like, where is this? Why don't people do this? Yeah. Why aren't, why aren't people, people more like normal? This? So like you know, my friend, my friend and I went to Fairfield because we we got a buddy down there. We all like went to high school together. Mm-hmm. And his, like, girl group down there that he has as friends, they're, like, the complete opposite of, like, some of the groups that are here in Lowell that yeah. we know of. Like, mm-hmm. some of the groups here are just, like, all of them. Are just, like I said, just talking to, like, a brick wall. Well, all of them substance. down there, they're energetic. Like Love the energy. Yeah, like, when they're in a room, everyone's, like, they want – you want to be around them. Yeah, I think especially so when you're first meeting people, it's one of your – it's one of the few times, like, you know, you don't want to be all about me. Type things, but like if you're 
if you're if you have like a really big passion, if you're really interested in something, that's mm-hmm. one of the few times that like it's actually interesting to bring up because you don't have a lot of time to like really talk to someone for the first time. So if you have something cool to to discuss or like something that you really like that you notice, like say like they have like a band on their shirt mm-hmm. and you like music and you like that band, talk to them about it. It's yeah, a, it's say a, something. It's a basic conversation. But you don't get to have them all the time with the close people with people you're friends with because like you've already talked about that shit before. So with new people, you can go back to those almost old conversations, those old thoughts in your head that you almost think are a little basic, and you can just be like, "Oh, ACDC is the shirt you yeah. have. Mm-hmm. I like ACDC. Yep. What's your favorite song?" And then find out what their favorite band is. You tell them your favorite band. You went. You just went to go see them. Oh, they're going to a concert next week. That's so fire. It's just like. Yeah, gets so, everything going. And then you can stop. It's not like you got to talk the whole night. No. Just a couple minutes. Get no. to know somebody. No, if you have that friend. silence that isn't awkward, that means you're comfortable with one another. Yeah, I also think girls, guys are good at this. Everyone's good at this. And they don't even know if they realize it. The intentions are often sensed right away. Yes. I am very friendly. I'm like a little golden retriever when I'm out at parties. Or I'm like Mr. Hyde in the corner, Irish exit. The Irish comes out of me sometimes. Mm-hmm. So when that's not happening and I want to be very friendly and talk to everybody, I think it becomes very obvious to the person I'm talking to that I'm just fairly friendly. I think yes. people people can read others really well. Yeah. And uh, I think that helps a lot too. Like if I can read that someone – you can tell if someone wants to talk. You can tell if someone wants to make friends, if someone wants to be friendly. And if not, I guess that's cool too because I'm like that half the time, 50-50. Yeah. But – that's me too. That's why like the girls down at Fairfield like will be going back for uh, Christmas. They have this thing there called SantaCon, which is like it's like this huge Christmas party. Everyone mm. dresses up. It's like Santa Christmas theme. Will you dress as Santa? No, I think the three of us guys are all gonna go as like uh, reindeer. Reindeer. Yeah. You got a Rudolph in your crew. We'll we'll, we'll find one. Someone's got to we'll be. See. Yeah. No. Someone has to be. The doof. Yeah. yeah. It'll probably be the guy down there at Fairfield. He'll probably. Be yeah, because he'll he'll be spearheading you guys. Yeah. I assume. Oh, absolutely. Most of your locations. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. And then the third one, it's actually gonna be a little different than yours. Mm-hmm. Mine is someone who takes care of themselves, like physically and mentally. So like going to the gym, right. or even if you just go for a run, that that probably is at the top for me. That really? is really well, because I try to go to, like I go to the gym like six out of seven times. I try to go seven times a week, but it's really more six. Fridays I don't. Those are party days and lol. So I don't, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't, right. um, but that's like a huge part of my life. It's like, it's taking care of myself and going to the gym doesn't just physically help you. Like it, it mentally helps you a lot. It, you know, it, it, all your problems just kind of go away Clears when you go you. to the gym. Yeah. Reset. Yeah. It really helps you mentally, especially if you're battling depression, you know, some doctors, like when you go into, do- not like you're a psychiatrist, but like some doctors, they'll be like, have you tried going to the gym? Because it, it gets that, that going in your head. It exerts I, I, energy. It makes you yeah. feel useful. Yeah, it makes you it's feel It's a primal better. thing. We're not supposed to sit inside at a computer all day. We weren't built for this. We're doing it, but we weren't built for it. So you exa- got to move. Exactly. So, like, a, a woman who understands, like, I'm going to go to the gym because I want to look good. But then, like, also it does help me out mentally. Just the fact that you're taking care of yourself, that means so much about your character. At like least who you are as a person. It makes a lot of sense for you, you know, because you're, you're – uh, an active fitness person, I'd yeah, say. Like I, I put fitness in the means work. a lot to you. It has, yeah. it has for a long time. So yes. I, I heard when you were talking earlier, you said in high school you'd go work out after school. So you've been go, going to the gym for how long now? 
basically since I was like a sophomore. So actually, when I was a sophomore in high school, I stopped playing football because I didn't like my coaches, but I needed something to do. I was overweight, so I was 109 pounds, maybe like a couple inches shorter. And then fast forward now, I'm like, I was I was probably six six foot at the time. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like six two. So when I was a senior, I was like full grown now to six two, and I weighed 155 pounds wow, because I started good. dieting. And I started running a lot and I started going to the gym. So I lost more than like the 34 pounds of pure fat because I also gained a lot of strength and muscle. Yeah. And now I'm back. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm back up to like 185. Like I'm able to maintain abs year round. Right now? now I'm back up to 185. Jesus. Yeah. That's cut. That's nice. Yeah. I want to be, I want to be 185. I'm I want to, I want to be like over 190. I think I'm a thicker set person in a lot of ways. Like my legs are just like big. Like, my calves are just big. That's a good thing, though. I want some hefty legs. My legs, the more I work them, the more, like, defined they get. But they don't really they don't get bigger. That's what happens. Yeah. It's the, big, yeah. the, the size of your legs, like, is really, especially your calves, there's just not much. You can define them all you want. Yeah, my calves don't get much bigger. But, like, mine, <laughs> like, like, I'm, like, a pretty, like, I need, like, jeans are tough yeah. for me to, like, I'm, I got a pair right now. But, like, that, they're tough to, for me to buy because, like, my legs will fit in. My waist don't. And then, like, my waist will fit. Like, my legs, like, are getting squeezed. Yeah. Just, it's just like some Irish legs. Yeah, mind. no, I can't do like the skinny fit jeans. It's no. way too – like my no. legs, they won't bend. I can't do the straight fit. I can't do normal fit. I need like – The relaxed I got to like relaxed yeah. fit and then it will look like straight fit on me. Um, what was I going to say? Hello. Yeah, so for you, that makes sense. The fitness thing. Yeah. Like for me, I'll work out – I've been really bad these past two weeks. Probably have worked out three times in the past two weeks total. I did get sick, so I give myself a little bit of slack, yeah. and I have been slightly busy. Mm-hmm. And at least I'm going. It's not yeah. like I haven't gone. I got, and it's been a little bit in between goes, but uh, I definitely it's not as big of a thing for me. Yeah. For me, but I do I understand the idea of like taking care of yourself because for you taking care of yourself would mean going to the gym, and that gets you mentally and physically like. You just feel better after yeah. going. What and a lot of times good? for me, like, I, I used to say the same thing about music. Like, I always wanted, like, my girlfriend or the girl that I like to really, like, listen to music. But what I found is I don't want that necessarily. I want the outcome that I get from listening to music. I'll sit in a room pitch black two hours just, like, listening to, like, really vibey, like, music. Yeah. It's almost like meditation. Same way that the gym probably is for you in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Very, like, made it meditative. So... And for a girl, sometimes, if, uh, at least, like, my girlfriend, that could be reading, you know? Yeah. That could yep. be, maybe, like, she'll, she'll talk to her mom for, like, an hour on the phone. It just It's very grounding. Like, things that just, as long as you're doing something that can ground you, that's another very attractive trait. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, obviously, if they match, that's really cool. Like, if it was music, that'd be awesome. And um, I'm, I'm getting her more interested in music. I'm doing my best. Yeah. Basically, anything that keeps you off your phone 24-7. But if you, like, did you and your girl, like, at the gym, you can, like, bond over that over that yes that's also really cool because it does mean yeah. a lot to you yeah you know it's good to have those things in common yeah and enough different to where they can again live their own life yeah and i'm not saying it has to be someone that does go to the gym whether it's something that you do that would be like meditation or you do yoga or something but just take care of yourself a little yeah bit. take do care something. of yourself yeah be like, happy yeah whatever way whatever form that takes yeah whatever it is make yourself happy you know? jesus christmas I know. Whether it's whether it is going to the gym, running outside, like I said, doing yoga. There's a thing apparently called Big goat yoga. yoga. Oh, goat yoga, the little baby goats. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Whether it's that, like, dude, anything that helps you out. You ever heard of Bikram physically. yoga? 
Her what? Bikram yoga? Bikram, no. It, they put you, you're in like a 120 degree room. Oh, or some shit like that, and you do yoga. I thought it's just called hot yoga. I think it's the technical term. I that? think the technical term might be Bikram. I let me make sure Bikram yoga. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm lying. Is hot? Oh, okay. Uh, Bikram yoga, by definition, and decree of the guru, mm-hmm. consists of 90 minutes at 105 to 110 degrees Fahrenheit and 40% humidity. So you're just in some thick, heavy, hot air. Oh, God. Doing your movements. It must be good for your joints. Yeah, it's probably really relaxing like you're you just probably, have to worry about like getting cramps yeah getting cramped up you need you need to hydrate yeah you gotta be hydrated i mean like i do it like i could be like in a hot tub for like 10 minutes and like i gotta get out like, <laughs> like uh, how much water would you say you drink on a daily basis not enough aren't you supposed to drink like two fucking gallons or something no i think it's only like eight cups or something like that no no maybe not cups like eight bo- i think like eight bottles maybe yeah, that sounds right. Let's see, fifteen point five cups. And how much does that equate 3. to? Three point seven liters. Mm-hmm. Is that even a gallon? That's gotta be a gallon, right? Three point seven liters. Twenty liters. Two gallons. I feel like people are gonna think okay. we're stupid. Like, how do you? One know? gallon, basically a gallon. So a gallon. Point nine seven gallons. You gotta drink a gallons like the fucking gallon of milk, like. Right? I'm not bugging. Yeah. It's like, it's like that gallon yeah. handle. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. I, I drink a whole one of them bitches every day. I mean, I only drink strictly milk, so. <laughs> <laughs> milk exclusive. Normally, my routine is is I drink a gallon of milk in between the time I'm done lifting, and then I have to do cardio. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my no. God. I do. I have a random question for you. Yeah. You can name names if you want. Okay. Or you can use a storied example. Okay. Who is the stupidest person you know? Stupidest person. Or what is the stupidest thing you have ever seen? Oh, my God. The stupidest thing I've ever seen. I know something recently that was kind of stupid that, like, ended up with me being in pain that (laughs) my friend could have helped avoid okay let's go with that all right so i walk into my friend's house mm-hmm. and up top they have like one of those like pentagon looking uh uh windows okay and on it so like he's in the bathroom and on it i i see in here like this huge wasp so i i, I turn him when he comes out i'm like hey i just want you to know by the way like there's a you got a huge wasp in there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like a huge one. Be careful. Yeah. So he walks in there, right? And he looks up and there also happens to be like a fly, but the wasp is gone. He's like, nah, dude, it's just a fly. I'm like, that's not what I saw. Like, just, <laughs> please just trust me. Trust. He's like, he's like, nah, we're good. So we go off, we do our thing. We come back. We, we walk in through the doorway. That's where the wasp was. And then we go in the wasp and, way. You know? Yeah. And then we, uh, walk into, um, his kitchen and all of a sudden, I feel this little prick right here in, like, the side of my chest. Okay. But it didn't really hurt. But then all of a sudden, it felt like a hot pan up against it. It felt like a 1,000 degrees. And it slowly crept up. And I had my backpack on. I'm like, oh, what? I lift up my shirt, and the wasp 
is now hanging on the inside of my shirt. So it somehow got into my shirt. Wow. So I flick it. And when I flicked it, I actually at first didn't see it. Um, I think what happened was I think it got stuck to my backpack that I was on because I took my backpack off immediately and I put it on the ground. But, like, we couldn't find it. So once again, I'm like, dude, I think I just got stung by, like, that wasp I saw. He's like he, – he takes a look at it. He's like, dude, I'm telling you, it's just a fly. I'm like – no, what what the fuck is going on right now? Why don't you just believe me? I finally moved my backpack probably like five minutes later, and I see the motherfucker just laying on the ground, and I go, look, it's right there. I'm telling you, it's right there. And he looks, and he goes, oh, yeah, that is a wasp. <laughs> so what happened after? How do you recover from a wasp thing? Um, I didn't put – I think you're supposed to put ice on it. I didn't. It, it went away pretty uh quickly it's just a little little uh bump pretty painful though oh man one of the worst feelings i've ever had really it was weird it came up quickly this was like right before the semester started oh that's like yeah like right before everyone went back to school so i and like i've been stung by a bee see i i never got stung before so it's like what if i was allergic right that's also true you could have died you know, I always wonder that. I'm like, what if, like, one day I was just walking to the woods and I got stung by a wasp? I'm just, like, in the middle of, like, the woods. Like, where, like, and then what do you do? Yeah, well, my throat instantly swells. Like, like what do I do? something, like, you know. People die via wasp. Yeah. Sometimes. I'm not even allergic, but you just get stung dumb times and just die. Like, by, like, a, like a what is it? What is it when there's a bunch of them? There's, like, a nest. But what is it called? When, you know what I'm talking about? Is there a word for that? When there's, like, a... Like it's a, like a wasp. Like a herd right? almost. No, it's not a herd. No, because that'd be like buffalo. <laughs> a herd. A herd of wasps. There's a herd of wasps. Maybe a family, a school. A school of wasps. Yeah, yeah. a school. That's like fish too, right? I think it's like, just a... Why is it called a school of fish? That's know. stupid shit. It doesn't make any sense. Why don't we just call these things a group of... Yeah. Like, why don't... Why, why has it got to be a herd or like a school? I feel like group just... I, I don't know... Maybe just because we grew up with those, but everything just kind of sounds cooler than a group, like a school, a group of fish. A group of fish, but come on, that's real it's boring. Super. A school of fish, that's stupid. Yeah, it's cool, but it's stupid. Yeah, look it up. What, 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 yeah, let's what see. Was, why why, is it why school? Why is it called a school? What, what of is fish? a bunch of? What are a bunch of wasps? <sighs> oh Jesus Christ! The what? Why is it called School of Fish? The school in School of Fish comes from Middle Dutch "skol," and it is related to Old English "skolu," meaning multitude or school of fish, and to Modern English "shoal" in the same meaning. So basically, just means group. School just means group. group. A multiple. Multiple, multiple, multiple fish. More than two. Multiples of fish. <laughs> okay, that's crazy. That's really wow. Funny. Look at that. There are multiple fish in there. Do you think? Okay, let's say we placed you in the middle of the ocean, yeah. um, with a flare gun. Yeah. Okay. A life jacket. Mm-hmm. And 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 there is land in sight. There is land in sight. So I'm in the water because all I have is a life jacket and a flare gun. gun. And And I can see. There's land inside, but it is easily 75 miles out. We're talking real far. Jesus, how do I see that? Can you see 75 miles out? I don't know if a human being can see 75. Let's say it's only 10 miles out. Okay. You might be able to see that, right? All right, yeah, yeah. Maybe. 
Yeah, maybe. 10 miles out, you, okay. see, you see some land. Yeah. You think you make it? Yeah. Think you can swim there? If it's life or death? Life or death. So are you just giving me the flare gun in case I just want to shoot it in my head, burn myself? Oh, yeah, we'll, like, give you from the gun, gun. No, we'll give you I a gun gun. I get a gun gun? You get a gun gun. We'll give you a gun and a life jacket and 10 miles till shore. It's a lot of fucking swimming. And you're getting tossed. How many bullets do I have? Four. Four bullets. Four bullets. I could try to shoot one. Maybe a nearby ship hears it, and I try to commandeer their ship. You be like, hey! Save me! Let me drown. Either way. Yeah. Either way works. And then just that point the work. gun. And then, and then if that don't work, when would you – how far away would you have to be to really to shoot yourself? I feel like I could go ten miles. I don't like. Would you shoot yourself until like, I would probably have. You knew it, it would probably over. have to be because you can survive for a good amount of time. It would probably have to be like a week or so. Like if I'm if I'm going a week and and I don't see anything in sight, you shoot. It's yourself. done, man. Well, how about if you it's put done. you were put on an island? You think you'd make it? You think you'd be able to hunt? I, I, yeah, I think I could definitely try. I mean, you could definitely fish. Oh, you know what's a situation by the way where it's like if this happens, I'm not even gonna try to survive. What? If there's a zombie apocalypse oh. and those motherfuckers are like World War Z zombies, which what does that mean? Like that like the fast moving ones. Oh, they're fast as fuck. I'm not even trying. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Like, no, what like, are you like, gonna do? Like, are you yeah, gonna shoot yourself. Oh, bullet right in the head. If it's like. If it's the slow walkers, like, yeah. But, like, what what do you do if they're, like, really fast? And, like, even – because if you're fast, that means that they're somewhat intelligent enough to, like, move at that speed. I think the whole point of, like, the zombies walking real slow is because they don't really know what the fuck they're doing. Um, I always viewed it more. If they're fast, like, they, like – they know. Like, they're kinda, like, they know how to fucking <laughs> run. Know. They're coming, you know. They like, know. they're trying to get you. I just don't – yeah. Uh, that – it just terrifies me. So I'm like, nah, fast-moving ones – bullet in the head i think kiss a goodbye i think i need to give it a go i don't know exactly what i do i don't know what the country would do i don't know like how you even what do you do in a zombie apocalypse we don't get a protocol for that do we i don't i can't imagine we would i i feel like every movie too it just immediately goes to everyone just turns on one another and that's like immediately, like, like an apocalypse. It's not like, all right, hold on. Where's the government? Yeah, where's the government? Like, let's try to like, con- you know, contain, contain all this. There we go. Like, yeah, let's try to contain all this. You know, you some people might like die. No, state. it's immediately like, I'm gonna kill my neighbor. <laughs> I'm gonna eat his dog. I'm gonna take all his stuff. I'm yeah, I'm a cannibal. I'm like, I'm gonna, Dahmer, I'm gonna purge. Like, I'm like, his wife is now my slave. Like, <laughs> like kids, they can work on the field. We're eating slave. him for dinner. We're eating his dog for dinner. Like, we don't need them. bad shit crazy off the bat. I wonder if human taste side, if you like. Oh, why are we going down? Put some road? seasoning on it. <laughs> well, I, I just watched the Jeffrey. Oh, Dahmer. did you? How was it? It was really good. It was good. really fucking creepy. It was really good. Yeah. Um, I've been accused of defending Jeffrey Dahmer too much. Okay. But from some of the clips I've seen, it sounds like people are kind of mean to him. Did some of the people deserve what hey, they got? Hey, no. No one deserved the death that they had. Okay. But I will say he didn't stand a chance to be normal. Okay. There was no, there was no reality where he doesn't end up killing at least one or one to three people. There was, there's no timeline oh, out okay. there where he where he makes it. Just like he was fucked up from rip, like ob- obviously fucked up from rip. Family life also not good, double fucked up now. So genetically, he was already predisposed to probably being psychotic. Mm-hmm. 
on top of that, family life was tragic. And then in high school, I think he was left alone for like four months. His parents were gone. He was he had no guidance in the most confusing time of your life. Damn, with zero guidance. And that's when he, that's when he killed this first person. It was an accident. Really? That's what they say in the movie. At least he killed he killed the first person it was an accident. And um, he got away with it. Completely scarf like you know, there's just no no one knew. He didn't know the person, person didn't know him that well. Just they met that day. And he also had some struggles because he was gay. Yeah. So then that also is just like at that time, you know you know, during the AIDS pandemic, like you're gay, good luck being like mentally Did he stable. target gays? Because that's how he did target were, gay he, guys, he did. black guys. A lot of black guys. Yeah. But I think honestly it seems like it was black guys because just a matter of circumstance. The only place he could afford seemed to be in a like a low income area. Yeah. And there was a lot of black people in that area. And the closest gay bar was like a black gay bar. Oh, I don't think it was a race thing. Could you get AIDS? Because like it was you totally know, could get AIDS. Well, like could you get AIDS if you ate someone who had AIDS? Ooh. Does it work like that? Because it's in the it's in the blood, right? Yeah, totally. Then, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah. you know. Is yeah. he more susceptible to getting AIDS by eating the gays than just having sex with them? You're asking the good questions to say that. I will say that. I think so. I think you're definitely more likely yeah. to. I mean, I. Or is it like he's most not... diseases? Like when you cook it, does yeah. it kill it? I know in the show they had him drink blood a little. Oh. Uh, but I don't. I, th- I guess that's not factually correct. I guess that's hmm. what they say. So, but I do think he he was probably even it, just in preparation of the meals. Yeah. He was, <laughs> he was probably coming in a lot of contact with, with blood. With yeah. blood. Yeah. So I'd assume like there's just no avoiding it that way. Whereas you could have gay sex with probably with a guy that has AIDS and still not get AIDS. I feel like it's kind of like COVID. You know what I'm saying? If you wrap it. You know, if you rap God, if you're they don't rap it. They don't rap. <laughs> They're not rapping. They're not rapping. <laughs> well, no, actually, in the show they rap it a little bit. Really? Yeah. He he like the first few times like he's like having gay sex with these guys, um, or like he's just being real weird about their like physique. He was really obsessed with like the human body, mm. and like the physique of these people. For, and he they he they like would book room he like book a room and like the way you do is like you book a room they give you a condom so mm-hmm. they they were get they were they had some condoms oh. shown in these okay. in this film I don't know how historically accurate this Dahmer documentary mm-hmm. is did you watch the Ted Bundy film with Zac Efron I didn't I got are you watch a movie those. guy I watched actually American Psycho for the first time like a month ago that's such a good movie that is good it's such a good movie you know it got bad ratings initially really. They thought it wasn't gonna be that good. They were like, "It was amazing." They were kind of thought it was like corny in a way because he's like talking to himself. Oh yeah, yeah. My friend's gonna go as him for uh, Halloween, the one down at Fairfield. Really? Yeah, that's also where we watched. What's your it. Halloween costume? I think I'm gonna go as a cowboy. Mm. Uh, my friends want me to go as a sexy cowboy. I don't think I'm gonna do that. I think you should go as a sexy cowboy. Yeah? I think you should only wear a holster and put it on your dick, and then also have a cowboy hat. And put, put it on my dick. <laughs> put, it, put it on your dick. Wrong head. If I was going to do a sexy outfit, I was thinking it would probably be jeans, a hat, and then like just a... Assless chaps. Oh, God. 
No. You could just let that thing loose. Dude, you know how cold it's going to be at the end of October? That's true. Fuck, we're getting in the cold days. Yeah. But tomorrow will be nice and warm. Today was warm. Today was warm. Should have been today outside more today, but today is warm. Tomorrow should be nice. Yep. Getting the last bit of like nice weather, and then it gets to the bad shit. Is you only doing one costume for Halloween? I'm doing like three separate costumes. Three I think I'm only doing one because my friend wants to host like a huge party, so I think I'm just gonna go to that one. Mm-hmm. Makes uh, sense. Yeah, and then soon after we'll have Santa Con, which should be really really fun. Yeah, maybe I, we'll go a sexy reindeer for that one. Do be a sexy get, reindeer. Get, get the guys together. You should wear nothing and then put hooves on your. Di- oh. no, <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna be. I think one costume. I haven't really figured out most of my costumes. I know one of them. I want to be. Me and two friends are going to be Sully, Mike Wazowski, oh, yeah. and Boo. We got me, one of my guy friends, and then one of our girlfriends. And I think that's going to be the greatest. Because how often do you see a group of three pull that off, you know? Like, I feel like there's not yeah. a lot of like, groups of three like that that are willing to do something like that. So that'll be hilarious. And I kind of want to wear it out to, like, a bar. My, yeah. my, my Sully onesie. I think everyone <laughs> would be okay with it. Yeah. Um... And then I last last year I went I was a I was a girl I was Cleopatra. Really? Oh wow! Yeah, I I've dressed up as a Cute. woman more times than I'm probably willing to admit. Nice. I could see you as a sexy Egyptian. I was a sexy Egyptian. Yeah. Did you, I still did had you still my the beard. beard. Yeah. I still <laughs> had my beard. But hey, you know I was sexy as hell. Yeah. I I wore it nice. I look good. I'm not good. I when I put wigs on, it looks like my hair. I bet you definitely have that nice hourglass figure to you. <laughs> Hourglass. It's more like a cylinder. I'm more like a. I'm more like a packed. <laughs> Built cylinder. like a fridge. I am. Like it's just like a very every ounce of my body. I'm one of the more dense humans you'll see. Like for like what my body probably looks like, I gotta. Do you have I a lot of junk in the trunk? Do you carry a lot of weight there? It's just like weight everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. It's like I'm holding watches all ever, all over the place because it's just a lot of weight. I'll tone you down. We can go to the gym. I'll tone you down. You would tone me down. I don't know if I can handle your workouts, though. You could do it. What kind of circuits do you do? So I was doing a three-day split for a while, but I was getting bored. So it's it's the classic, <laughs> like, push, pull. Push, pull. And then legs. Legs. Yeah. Yeah, stuff classic. like that. What I'm doing now is it's uh, push pull, and then I'm doing a third day dedicated to shoulders, shoulders, and then triceps as well. My triceps don't grow, my biceps do, but my triceps don't grow, so I got to work them extra. And then it's legs. And then we're back. Yeah, we're shoulders back and tries together. So what do you do on your push days? It's chest and triceps. So your triceps get double the work. I I gotta, especially because when I cut <laughs> I the arms shrink a little bit when, when when i cut really yeah that's what happens to you yeah but the biceps naturally grow easier the triceps don't so that's why it's like when i'm trying to cut it's like i can actually get away with just kind of working out the biceps mm-hmm. once in that rotation really hard i can't with triceps you know all the people that are really into their fitness and know their body really well they talk about their body as if it's not as if it's like it's a science. Like I think of my body as just like a thing, mm-hmm. and like I eat because I'm hungry, and I and I work out because I'm supposed to. Like that's how I do this math. Like I don't do any cal- calorie math for you guys. For you, like people that like know how to cut bulk, work out properly, calories. I feel like you guys like have it down to like a science. You're like, okay, well if I eat this, like it's like you don't think of it as like you're hungry. Let me eat. You're like, all right, what fuel should I put in my body? I was about to say, yeah, I, I view my body as like an car. engine. Yeah, I view it as like an engine. 
and you got to put certain things in it. And I know what things don't go well with my body and what things do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about necessarily going on a diet. You can eat a lot of different things. It's just figure out what you like that's healthy. Let's don't say, force yourself to eat bad things. Let's just say my favorite thing in the entire world is food. And I love it so much. And all I want to eat is Popeye's. Mm-hmm. Could I could I could I possibly not only eat Popeyes? Could I possibly live a life where I eat Popeyes like three times a week, or two times a week, and am still like in good shape? Yeah, you just gotta like not eat much. Uh, well, it depends the other things you're eating. Mm-hmm. It depends how fast your metabolism is, and then if you're doing cardio. Isn't that kind of a bitch? Just like your metabolism is just set. No one, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, mine's awful. That's really? why, yeah. That's why I eat the way I eat. What do you eat? Do you eat like very like? Do you eat a lot or do you eat a little? Um, I eat a lot. So it burns. So I your your metabolism sucks in the fact that it burns you. It burns a lot of food. Is that what you're trying to say? No, no. It's it, the only reason I'm not big is because I do a lot of cardio and I go to the gym every day. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but when I mean I eat a lot, though, I'm not sitting there pounding down ice cream and chips and stuff. Oof. So it's like. I, I don't try to. Game. I don't try to eat until about like noon every day. So you do like morning fasting almost. You know who does that? Who? The Rock. Oh yeah. <laughs> so basically, he's also up at four a.m. doing his morning cardio, which is crazy. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Nah, he's like that. Yeah, he's hard for. Well, he gets paid to do that stuff. I don't. So I'm imagine, not gonna do that. I always think of that. Like, imagine if you were paid to take to like go to the gym, take care of your body. You could hire an agent. They do. They'd figure out the rules for you. What rolls are good for you and all that, and then they do that for you. You move on. You just go from like try out, not try out. Yeah, you have all like these trainers and your own personal you. chef. The Rock has his own personal gym. Yeah, all you gotta do is go to the gym. And your your chef will cook up some healthy shit that is much better than anything I Sprinkle eat. Sprinkle a little basically. bit of steroids every now and then. The Rock you definitely know? is using steroids. Oh yeah, come on. I, come on. Out of ten, let's say I let's put like put a number on percentage. We'll put percentage. What is the percent chance that he is using steroids? Out of ten. Out of ten. Fucking or out of a hundred. Out of a hundred. Fucking one fifty. Days guaranteed using He's steroids. He's absolutely yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. He's looked at that for yeah. a long time though. Yeah. He's been using steroids. He's for been a long using time. steroids the entire time. So do you think every like, like WWE athlete uses, uses steroids. steroids? Most football players, I imagine, also do it. Do you know how difficult it is to try to be like 6'2", 250 and abs and like keep that? He's stupid ripped. And he does – his workout regimen is silly though. Like it's like he does – Yeah, like, but the human body can only do so much. Yeah. The the steroids – A lot of people are like built – like they're just born – like you know DK Metcalf? Yeah. Like he was just born. He don't even – he said he don't even go to the gym much. Did you actually hear what his like his diet is? No, it's like candy. Oh yeah, I heard. Didn't yeah, hear that. He and Chad like Ochocinco, eats... you know Chad o- Chad o- Ochocinco. Yeah, he ate McDonald's every day. He said he it was on like a strictly McDonald's diet. I mean, these dudes are working out a lot, so they're able to. Stay now they cut. are. But like that goes to your, your 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 Chick Fil A point though. Like if you're constantly working out, like you can do that. Like I don't eat healthy like the entire week. Yeah, you know like. Fridays are my days where I don't work out, and then I will pick out with dinner, and then I'm boozing with my friends later that night. It's not you know, healthy. so I don't drink. 
Yeah. That saves me in so many aspects. If you're broke and fat, put down the alcohol. Yeah. Because it'll cut your weight tremendously. The yes. beer gut is real. Oh, it yeah. It's very real. And then it will save you so much money. Weed, too. You smoke a lot of weed. Because say you smoke a lot of weed and you drink. You go out every weekend because you're social. You have a lot of friends. Yep. Spend what? What is that? $60, $50 a week plus? Yeah. 50 plus. You can spend up to 100 yeah. some weeks. But let's just call it 50. Say you have some weekends off. Let's just say $50 a week on on, that, on all that shit. Could even be 75 but we'll call it 50 That's like a lot of money by the end of it. By like the end yeah. of like a year cycle. 50, 50, let's just say like 45 weeks, $50. You're ripping. Yeah. That's a lot, a lot of money. Of money. And then on top of that, it's a lot of just liquid calories. Oh, yeah. That are just like you're oh, just yeah. not even realizing. See, I'm a seltzer guy. I don't drink the hard card. I also don't like beer. Yeah, the beers. The beers. Definitely beer. put down the beers. If you Shots guy, seltzer guy. You like to just get feel it. You want to yeah. feel it. The Absolutely. carbonation makes you get drunk faster. Am I wrong? I have no idea. I think that's All I know is that work. it tastes good and I feel good. <laughs> it tastes I good. A, I feel yeah. good. I talk more. Yeah. I think less. I'm looser. Is that what you drink for? When did you start drinking? Ooh, the first time I ever drank was t- New Year's, I think, of 20. It was like right before COVID. So was that 2020? Yeah. That was the first time I ever like drank. Really? So I was 18. A little late in the game, I'd say. Yeah, I was 18. Maybe like 16, and I had, 17 or I had like... I think ten shots. Wow! Not hungover. Really? Not hungover at all. Well, I guess I kept that in. I kept that shit in my stomach. Attaboy. Yeah. A lot of water. 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 Really drink a lot of water. Interesting. Interesting. Good for you. Got lucky. It's nice. Yeah. 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 Because then I started partying a lot more with Jeremy a couple Mm. semesters ago, and man, I got to a point where if I just sniffed some vodka. Yeah, makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to have another question for you? I got a question for you. Hit me. Yeah, so we're talking oh, about the beer belly. What do you think about like the dad bod versus the fit bod debate when it comes to girls? I don't fully understand. I don't either. Why the dad bod is, um, is what it is at this stage. Honestly, though, when they say dad bod, it's really not. It's really not dad bod fully. It's not. They think of like your college frat guy, I think, where it's like, you know, he's got a little bit on him. Yeah. Because like, the, like they're drinking every weekend. But like having like a little bit on you and being like, you know, going if you go to the gym five times a week and you just eat and drink a lot and you got like a, and you just got a little bit, you're not showing all the muscle you have, but you're still fucking ripped. You're just like a little thicker. Yeah. That's not a real dad bod. No. Look at, if someone wants to see a dad bod, look at my father. He's obese. Like, he's obese. And majority of people that age, once they stop moving a lot, yeah. you know, because, like, you can't become obese unless they can figure out their eating habits. Yeah, I think correctly. it's bullshit, too, because, like, every time I see a YouTube video, you know, it's, it's all these girls going, like, oh, yeah, dad bod for sure, 100%. And then, like, I'll ask either my girlfriend at the time or I'll just ask other girls who I'm talking to. I'm like, what's your two cents on this? And they're like, I would prefer abs. What are you talking prefer about? you to be in, like, really good shape. Yeah. But I saw this one picture of, like, Zac Efron. And he had, like, a lot of meat on him. And he had, like, the grizzly, like, mm-hmm. chest. And he was big. And 
But he wasn't fat by any means. He just was like a little bigger. He looked like a full grown man. Yeah. And they're like, girls like, oh my god, dad. But I'm like, that is that is almost unattainable for me. I couldn't even look that good if I tried. Yeah, I don't think people necessarily understand. I understand what the dad, what dad bod, bod means. Is. I think yeah. that's the big issue. And I, think, I think I think they just think like if you don't have six pack abs, you have a dad bod. I think I classify. That's what that's what these girls think. They think that's... I classify as dad bod because I don't have abs. Because you're more comfortable to cuddle with. I'm more comfy. That that that's what they all say. These people are more comfy. I know they're like I like a little bit. He's comfortable too. But like uh, that's like with. then you got you're, we're talking big boy status. The big boys. I tell you, if I was a girl, I'd want a big big man. Big, yeah, I like want someone six, to tower. I would want someone to tower over me. Big, someone who could throw me around massive, a little bit. You know, but never would. That's would be that would be meant. If I was a girl, that'd be my type of guy. I think like a six five massive bear. Of a <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because after I you know the two. That I've gone for have been I think five two and five three respectfully. So you're a monster, huh? Yeah, I'm like a foot. Actually, I think it's been five three five two. You're a whole foot taller than these people. Yeah, and my my parents are like, all right, moving forward, when you're you <laughs> know talk when you're talking to girls, okay? They're like, look, you're six two, <laughs> go for someone who's like five five or up. Those should that should be one of your criteria. I think so. Here's because this is I'm an issue for, with that. with tall girls. Like my sister's five nine, five ten. She's single. She's off limits. But she, uh, she, but she's like five nine, five ten. You answer the question. Uh, she's off limits. So she, <laughs> no, basically, because she's on limit. So she, uh, she's like five ten. So she, yeah. like, she need a guy that's it's like, like six, six seven, three, bro. six four, six five. We're talking like in that range. Yeah, six four ish. So when you see a six four guy with like a five four girl you're like dude you got to be taking one of the tall ones for us you know especially with the short and then the short kings are like yo bro you cannot be taking these five two girls yeah we're only five six is it weird would you say it's weird how tall are you uh five eleven all six right feet. all right so so you might you might have thought this sometimes but do you ever like look at a girl maybe like she's five six five seven just a lot taller than everyone else and one of my immediate thoughts is like damn i would make some really good d1 athletes with this girl no, that's a good. No, I think of that like with Serena Williams, like someone who's just fucking yeah. super jacked. Like Serena Williams would kick my ass. Probably ten she's, times that Yeah, out of her mind, jacked. Her oh, legs yeah. are huge. Tree trunks. She is a massive. She and like yes, I would make some great athletes. Someone asked Serena Williams and LeBron James to breed for, and they said like, hey, we'll give you each a million dollars if we can take your sperm and make a child. Because it was super breed. It's kind of like what the Chinese did with Yao Ming. You know Yao Ming was, like, made in the lab? I didn't. Like, not in the lab, but, like, he was, like, designed. Like, they knew what they were doing. They oh, were like okay. For generations of, like, tall people. Uh, and then they found, they made a 7'6", seven, 7'6", six, seven, six human. They knew he, and they bred him to play basketball. Damn. They, like, put him into basketball schools his whole life. And he was bound to play basketball. And uh, they were kind of thinking, I think America was thinking about doing that same shit with this LeBron James, Serena Williams mashup child. Damn. Who I don't even know what sport they end up playing. Every, football, every sport. Every. You better hope injuries don't become fat. Probably yet. football. That's like a tight end. If LeBron played football. He did. Be, he did in high school. He was a top ranked receiver, wasn't he? In high school. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he was a receiver or a tight end. He probably was a tight end. Either way. Either way, he's yeah, huge. He's six, big. seven in high school. Yeah, but he would he would have been one of the better football players ever, right? If he's six, he eight, probably would have been. Speed. He probably would have been injured a lot. Yeah, because they would have taken a lot of low shots on him. Yeah, and his knees would have been toast. I'm shocked. There's no seven footers 
in the league, though. No, the only people that you see that are really, really big are, like, linemen. Yeah, they're, like, 6'8". Yeah, and it's because the hitting... Yeah, it's because the hitting isn't low. Yeah. Like, you can't... You don't see a lot of really, really tall receivers and tall tight ends. That still shocks me, though, because if I was a team, some tight ends, like, like the tallest receiver is Gronk, who's, like, 6'7". If I was a Gronk, I think, was either 6'4 or 6'5". However, there is a tight end, I think, on the Chargers. He's not 6'7"? No. I think he's, like, 6'5". That's so shocking to me. But there's this guy on the Chargers. I don't remember his name, but he's a tight end. He's like 6'7". Um, on the Chargers, Gronk 6'6". Six, six. The Chargers... Yeah, he's also 6'6", six, six, I didn't know that. Antonio Gates, is that what you're saying? No, it's, he's a current player. I want to say last name. Gerald Blake. Everett? No, Palmer. I think he's the best. Josh Palmer. Joshua. No, no, no. It's not Josh Palmer. Or Palmer, it, it might be Palmer. It's something like that. Josh Just look up tight ends on the on the Chargers. You'll oh Donald Parham. I know who it pa- is. Donald there we go. Parham. There we go. He's tall. He's six eight. So that's a lot. That's a lot. And but, he's not the starter. Yeah, Gerald Everett is. So right. if I was, but if I was, um, Gerald Everett is six three. Jared Cook's also on the roster. He's six five. But if I was an NBA team, I'd call Taco Fall. Motherfucker, seven six, seven foot six, and I'd say, hey, we're gonna put you on our roster. You're gonna be on the active everyday roster. All we want you to do, sometimes, is to walk to the first down line and turn, and then put your hands as high as you possibly can, and we'll just throw it ten feet in the air. He's gotta catch it, and then just take a knee, get down, just get down. We don't need anything else. I think that is a very, it's the reason why it's not being done. Is because it's not in football, and it's like it would be frowned upon by like the league, the fans, and all that. But if you're telling me a seven-six guy out there, his hand could reach probably where, above where some of these guys could even jump to. Even these NFL athletes, like not all of them, like most of them can dunk, but like not all of them. Oh, they wouldn't be able to do something like that. Like you put Taco Fall's hand could literally go over the rim. That's ten. In, that's over ten and a half feet in the air. Like, uh, if and if he jumps, no one's no one's getting that jump ball. And then he he jumps and just goes straight down. That's that's easy first downs. Question is, how many scenarios would you get into where it'd be worth paying him to have him on your team to do something like that? I wonder if because right now he like like I, I use Taco Fall as my example. He don't got a job in the NBA right now. So honestly, if you offered him the amount of a minimum contract in the NBA, I don't see why he wouldn't do it. And then you bring him on the team, put him on your practice squad for a little bit, get him some reps. Let's see how this works. Someone's got to do it. You're telling me we got these seven six. NBA is littered with seven three plus guys. Not littered, but they're there. Yeah. Like Hashim Thabit, that boy, Boban Marjanovic. These guys are tall as fuck. Just or even seven footers. Like if you got that extra four inches, like think about the difference between my height and your height. Like you're three inches taller than me. That's a lot of height. Like yeah. You'd probably be able to, like, in a jump ball scenario, you could go up and get one over I me. would destroy you. Yeah, that's what you think. But then, like, <laughs> I, then, then I shock you. Yeah. But I will say, if you're a taco fall and your hands are that big, too, it's easy to catch a football. That's true. I don't know. I feel like the entire NFL, though, is kind of shifting. I feel like everyone's getting smaller and faster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I think you would never be an every down type of thing. Oh, no. no it, it, would be a, it would be like a... We're in the red zone. It's like having a long snapper on your team. Yeah. But now now they have – I think they're going to have to expand the roster because long snappers and holders 
are both so prevalent now. Well, I think the holder is normally like the punter. Yeah, but I think like they don't want that. Like they, they really? te- teams want to like have a holder that like is this that's his job. Wow. Because it's so important. Because guys miss oh, it kicks, is. and it's not often because of the kicker. Of the the kicker, kicker's yeah. usually really good. It's usually because these guys can't do the Bad whole procedure snap right. or or the holding. Yeah, because it's all timing. So it's the long bang, bang. snapper can be different from your center because they're just better at the long snaps. Mm-hmm. And these guys legit just sit there all day. I've seen long snappers play darts, long snapping. Yeah. And like their money. Damn. Like that way. That's sick. And I tried throwing a dart that way once. It actually wasn't that hard. But these guys are like fucking throwing bullseyes because they're like, like long snapping from far away. Um, hilarious. But I don't know. I think it's time we bring a, a seven-footer into yeah. the mix in the NBA or the NFL. Let's breed one. <laughs> Yao Ming. Let's, let's breed one and we'll grow them up. And that'll be our ticket to fame and glory. I think, you know. We'll be like the father of the uh, the Ball brothers. LeVar. Yeah. Say what you want about LeVar. All his kids have an NBA contract right now. Yes. It is very hard to and take he anything he is away from outstanding, that guy. by the way, when it comes to marketing. The really fact funny. That he's always in the news. Yeah, he is. We, we know Genius. this. We know Genius, this because yeah. this is what we do. Marketing. We're marketing yeah. majors. Analytics, babe. Let's get it. Come on now. So what we when we look at these things, we're like, wow, that's marketing genius. I'll be like, wow, he's really annoying. I'm like, who? He's like, LeVar Ball. I'm like, you're saying his name, aren't you? So it's annoying. No, that, no that's nothing that, controversial to the no, point of. Well, over well the that's edge. how it is though. Like, for example, like Andrew Tate, like he's playing a character. Most of the stuff that he says, he's said it like he's playing a character. But mm-hmm. it's that's like his persona. So whether you love him or you hate him, you're talking about him. The thing with Andrew Tate is that I think he went too far. So now he's being banned off things. Yeah, what, what what happened with him? I thought I saw something about that. He just, like, went too I think, like, he – well, I guess, like, people have kind of just started saying his narrative is, like, demonstrative. And it's, like, making young men, like, very toxic. And yeah, and there's, like, a couple other people that, like, are emerging on TikTok he's that are, like, trying to too. be, like – Yeah, apparently he's yeah, done some things, but so, they're, like, they're trying to, like, imitate him. Yeah, imitate yeah, he's getting like a following because of that, and because there's definitely a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of screwed up stuff. But you that he can, says. Uh, you can do some pretty crazy things so long as it's nothing like. I think a Kanye is my favorite example. As long as you don't spew hate. Like, isn't it funny that Kanye is always doing some shit, right as an album or clothes? Soon as he's, as soon as something's dropping, is when he starts doing shit. Yeah. I don't think it's coincidence. I think he is semi-calculated. He know yeah. like, not, not not that these aren't his real thoughts, but he don't he knows not to share them until he needs to endorse because all he mm-hmm. does is just be himself in public. And Kanye, love him or hate him, has it ever any been anything that bad that he's ever said? Like has he ever really done anything that bad? He wore the MAGA hat. Who kill? Who dies? You know who what, who's uh, getting raped? Was it? I don't know if it was actually like a bit or not, but like when he said that like. Like nine eleven was like George Bush's fault. Oh no, George Bush hates black people. That one. Oh yeah. It was yeah. That one. yeah. Again, very like controversial. Why are you saying that on national television? Yeah. But it's not like he's Cosby. It's not like he's. That's true. He's not R. Kelly. He's not yeah. Michael Jackson. He's not these people. Then Chris who, Brown. Hit, Chris Brown. He's not Chris girl. Brown. Yeah. He's not doing. The, he's not going over that line. He's not Kareem of, Hunt. He's not Kareem Hunt. He's not Deshaun Watson. He's not. Any of these people, yeah. all he does is just say crazy shit, but it's not irretrievable. 
So he's constantly pushing that boundary, but he yeah. knows not to go too far. Yeah, he doesn't go not, over the boundary. He which is crazy. Up to it. It's crazy. When yeah. I watch him do it, I'm like, oh, there it is. Another thing that's crazy to say, but it's all redeemable. It's all redeemable. Like mm-hmm. Bill Cosby, irredeemable at this point. Oh, yeah. He was drugging people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's irredeemable. Not that he was doing it on purpose. Like, now he was doing it as a marketing ploy. But that's why I think Kanye <laughs> somewhat is because – it's like it's being he's being exposed, but he knows what he's what's going out there. Yeah. He's like, all right, if I say Skeet Davidson, I start making fun of Pete Davidson, like, you know, and then as soon as like things started getting kind of serious, people started threatening Pete. Mm-hmm. He actually came out and said like, all right, let's not actually hurt Pete though, because then he knew that would be too far. Yeah, if he like put out a hit basically yeah. on Pete Davidson. What do you think of Tom Brady's situation with Giselle? Both What's filed. going on with that? She's not happy, right? They they both filed for divorce lawyers. Really? Yeah. So they're gonna they're kaputs. His huh? ring finger is now gonna be cleared up. So not he's gonna he's gonna have to replace it. <laughs> gonna have to replace it with another Super Bowl. Well, that Seriously, means he's gonna play another. I feel years like then, that's right? the first woman in history that's gonna end up divorcing her husband because he has a job. <laughs> that's usually right? why you get a husband, right? Because they're... I mean, she makes more money than him, but think yeah. about that. I want to divorce you because you have a job. My thing is, if you're Giselle... I mean, obviously, she's probably been thinking about this since... Well, I'm about to say, she's probably been thinking of this since he was 38. Now he's 45. Yeah. But he... Now, more than ever, he really only has a few years left. Yeah. Like, the latest he'll play to, max, is 50? Are we really going to say he's going to play till 50? This he, might be his last. This year. might be his last year. Every year could be his last year. At this yeah. from this point on, every year could be his last. Yeah. Um I guess the, the the limit I'd ever say he played till is 50. I could see him stubborning his way to 50 That's to nuts. play a 50-year-old season. I could see it maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think she was pissed just because he did retire and then he went back but i think he retired because she wanted him to and that's it that's the only reason he did. and then and then he was like listen i can't do this i gotta play it was either that or a lot of people thought he was doing it because he wanted bruce arians fired that's another thing the, the whole dolphins thing did you hear about that whole thing they wanted him that. to like have part ownership <laughs> and then to be the quarterback and... dude the the, Dol- the whole dolphins organization is pretty skeezy like what happened with brian flores yeah that was then... weird he's a great coach why? Yeah. Why did they fire him? I don't know. It doesn't make it made any no sense. sense to me. It makes no sense. It made no sense. And then this kid's good. The kid they got right now. But I mean, he has a much better team now. He's got Tyreek oh, yeah, Hill. You got, the yeah, you monster. got Tyreek Hill and Waddle. You added the fastest player we've ever seen play football onto your roster. Of course, of course. And Waddle's like also good. probably like second, second or fastest third. league. Yeah. The, yeah. What do you think about the Patriots situation right now? We got uh, Bailey Zappi in there as quarterback, huh? He looks like Tom Brady. Yeah, he like looks like him, like I physically mean, from profile view. And if he could end starting up quarterback goes sick. down early in the week, backup has to come in, start winning games. I'd love I to think see. I've heard him. that story before. Yeah, me too. Sounds familiar. Feels familiar. I think maybe it was a Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. who did that. Is that? Yeah. Is that his full name? That's his full name. Congratulations for remembering. Listen that. to Undisputed with uh, Skip and Shannon. Skip. Skip says it all the time. Skip. I love Shannon. He's always doing this. I know. He's always like, it's almost like he's like laying down. And then Skip's like, it's my turn! Yeah, and then he's like, skip, skip, skip. This reminds me of back in when my grandmother used to make me some collard greens and cornbread. He's like, I used to eat them all up. Yeah. (laughs) 
I used to, eat, I used to get really excited. Skip. He's like, that's that's the type of energy Shannon brings. And then Skip is just mad negative. And then can I see that for a second? Yeah, and, go. And Skip oh, he's always pat. Yep, do it. He goes. Do it. Do it. Always. Okay. <laughs> so, when my Dallas Cowboys went in and they played the Patriots, Dak, I think, threw four. 300 yards. He's always and, circling shit. Yep, and one pick the last time they played. So he rolls up this time to Foxborough again. Mind, Amari Cooper is not in. He's injured. And he throws for 315, three touchdowns, and no picks. And he, he's always doing something like that, but he always comes up with the... It's always the... Always, he's always circling I've stuff. He's never, looking at stuff. I'm really good at picking up micromannerisms. Right. That's that's that's, that's an entire uh, impression, if you ask me. It's a micromannerism. If you get one thing down, I, people think you're good at them. But I never noticed the circle. He's always doing this. He's always circling. He's bouncing he a points, lot. He points. He's going like this. I've always yeah. noticed that. He throws up his hands a lot like this. He's like, I'm sorry. Like, I know. <laughs> he's, a, he's a bitch. And then every time he says Tom Brady's name, he goes, Thomas. Oh, shit. What was it? Thomas Thomas Edward Edward Patrick Patrick Brady Brady, Jr. Yeah, he's always saying it going like this. Thomas Edward Patrick Patrick Brady Brady, Jr. Jr. He goes like that. He goes, Jr. He's funny. I'm not a big Drip Bayless guy. Um, I know he's friends with Lil Wayne. Stephen A. Smith is a funny son of a bitch. He is really funny. He is so funny. These guys are just entertainment. They're really funny. They're really entertaining. You don't have to love all of them. I think... I just wish that, like, sometimes they wouldn't say the stupid stuff. Like, sometimes they're just being told to say things and they have to say them, I swear. Yeah. And it's just stupid. And I'm like, why are you ruining? Because they're already so entertaining. Like, Stephen A. Smith, is, he could talk, he could read the phone book and it would be really funny and entertaining because yeah. he's just got that voice and he's just, like, demonstrative. He's very loud. You, but, you just realize that when one of them has a take, it's just so there's a conversation. The other person has to take the other side. Mm-hmm. And you realize, like, even when you're looking at it, you're like, dude. Like you're not an actor, we can tell you don't even want to take that side right like now. Like you're just you're just being that, yeah, for like, no reason. Yeah, you're an actor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, Alex, how long do you think we've been talking for? Who <sighs> guess? Hour and ten minutes. We're at an hour and thirty. We just hit an hour and thirty. Damn. Long time. Oh my god. So this is this is where our production concludes. But I have to ask you, did you have yeah. a good time? I had a great time. It was just was I had this a fantastic good, time. Was your first podcast experience? Bro? It was, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, right? Oh, yeah. Really easy. Yeah. You know, it's just good fun. Hey, just go with the flow. Go with the Talk flow and have a good time. Yeah. So, should the people like and subscribe? I think the people should like and subscribe. Should yes. they follow if they it's sh- on Spotify? They should absolutely follow. Maybe the Instagram they should tell their Yeah, they should tell their friends to follow, too, and oh, to check it up. That, that's Spread what the they word. should do. Spread the if word. If you've made it this far and you're not all those things... Then you're probably my mom, so thank you, mom. But honestly, if you but if you're this far and you're all those things, you should do them because yes. that just makes sense. Yeah. Hour and thirty minutes, free entertainment. Absolutely. You're so welcome, Alex. It was a pleasure. Thank this you. was a pleasure. Yeah. Mine more than anything. Oh, thank you thank very you. much, and have a good one.